Welcome to the Bite Size Security Podcast, your source for practical online security advice. Join me, my guests, and sometimes my trained AI voice as I explore ways to protect your digital footprint against the growing cyber threats. From mastering better passwords to understanding encryption and VPNs, the Bite Size Security Podcast breaks complex topics into clear guidance. It's time to take control of your online presence. You're listening to the Bite Size Security Podcast. Unlocking solutions for your digital life. Let's get to it. How to access LinkedIn Learning for free. Seems like a sketchy, catchy, clickbaity title. But what you're going to hear in this podcast today is how to access all these type of resources for free. No coupon codes, no trials, no gimmicks, no BS. And as long as you're a resident in the state that you are, you too can access all this. So it isn't just LinkedIn learning. It's called the public library. So step one is to go get yourself a public library card. And you're going to want to get one at the biggest library that you can in your state. You can actually get more than one library card and I'm gonna get to that tip in a second. But once you have that library card and you have set up that pin or password, and unfortunately every library is a little different on what that means, you will go to your library's website and look for digital resources or e-learning, anything that has online training or online resources. And once you're there, every library is going to be different you're gonna see a whole bunch of stuff. One of the things that seems to be most consistent with libraries in the United States is that you can get access to LinkedIn premium content with your library card. Now the caveat is because it's linked to the library and not your actual free LinkedIn account, any of the certificates that you download will not have your name on it, but you can access all the premium content, save it to your library, watch it later, view it on a mobile device, and learn. And that's really what it's about, not getting some certificate that you're going to post. And we're talking pretty much anything you can think of that's in that premium library is going to be yours to view for free because you have a library card. The reason that I say that you should collect library cards is because every library apparently makes different deals Are you passionate about staying ahead in the ever-evolving world of cybersecurity? If you've been enjoying our podcast, there's another dimension of bite-sized security waiting for you. Dive deeper with us on the Bite-Sized Security YouTube channel. Discover a treasure trove of insights, expert talks, and in-depth discussions that bring cybersecurity to life like never before. Whether you're a seasoned expert or just starting, there's something for everyone. Just visit bitesizesecurity.show forward slash YouTube. That's B-Y-T-E size security.show forward slash YouTube. Join our growing community of cybersecurity enthusiasts and professionals. Subscribe and stay ahead of the curve in the digital world with the state that they're in for what kind of resources they can get. For example, San Francisco Public Library. I can get LinkedIn learning there for premium for free. I can also get Udemy. That's right, you heard me. You can get the entire Udemy catalog for free there as well. 
among other things. But if I go over to the Contra Costa Library, I don't see Udemy, but I see Coursera. Yeah, that's right. The entire Coursera catalog as a California resident that I can get for free. Now, granted, they only have a number of licenses that they can do. So there's all kinds of these little weird hiccups with every library in your state that you're going to look at as to how much they actually have paid for and how much they can get. So in my case, Coursera, right now for California residents, is booked. But every Monday, I can go back and check because every 90 days, they look for people who haven't used it in 90 days and they drop them from the program and they open up more spots. Now, what can you get in Coursera? You can get that coveted Google Cyber Certificate, Google Cybersecurity Certificate that you hear about or that you've seen and take the entire eight modules that would normally cost you upwards of, depending on how long you did it, 300, 300 plus dollars because it's $49 a month to get access to Coursera, but with the public library card, you get it for free. You also get access to Libby, which is an app that you can download. And again, every library has a certain selection of audiobooks and books that you can check out for free and read and listen to on your mobile device. So like Audible, not as instant gratification because the library only has so many copies, but you can put things on hold and eventually listen to them. So the gist of this podcast, and I'm going to keep it short, is step one, get a public library card. Collect public library cards. Log in to the public library website that you have and see what digital resources and or e-learning options you have. Because as I've just said, within two libraries of mine, I have access to LinkedIn Learning Premium, the entire Udemy catalog, anything on Udemy, I can watch for free, and Coursera. Now, with those three resources, depending on what your niche is, you can learn a ton about cybersecurity, from the basics to the advanced stuff, to hacking, to penetration testing, to different language programming, all at your own leisure, all online, and a lot of it with the mobile devices. It's just kludgy to get to, and it's a little difficult, and so most people aren't going to do it. Most people will absolutely never listen to a video if I created that would be more than five minutes on how to do this. So they're either not going to do it, or they're just going to pay for it. So while they're spending thousands of dollars to get these good, very good resources, you've already technically paid with your tax dollars being a resident of your state. It's just... Most people don't want to take the time to do it. And it's really not that hard. And it is there. And it is free. And it is a great resource. So again, I now have access to LinkedIn Learning, Udemy, and Coursera. That is a ton of training that I get to take at my own leisure that I didn't have to pay for. I paid for it indirectly, sorry, through taxes, but I didn't have to pay for the actual courses in the online platforms because I've already paid for it as a resident by getting a public library card, which again, just isn't something most people are going to do. And you get a ton of audiobooks. So if you're into listening to audiobooks and you want to learn about things or you just want audiobooks on fiction or whatever, you get that too. So it is a very valuable resource that I don't think a lot of people would take advantage of. 
And again, going to the resource or going to the website in question, they're all going to be different. And that's part of the problem. You go get a public library card for a library and how you get it is usually pretty standard. You fill out an online form or you fill out the form at the library. You show them some proof of residency. You get a card, you make a pin, boom, that you've got, that's not a big deal. But then going to the website and finding where those things are, every library has a different looking website or a different look and feel or a different way of logging in. And that's what gets a little weird, but again, not very hard to do. And the second that you do that, you're going to access to all these different types of courses. To wrap it up, get yourself a public library card at as many public libraries as you can. Log into those various websites and see what you get because some will offer things that others won't. So in my case, the entire Udemy Access course is on the San Francisco Public Library. Unfortunately, it's on a Contra Costa. It's just not an option there. I guess I didn't make the same deal. Doesn't matter. I could just log into the San Francisco Public Library, access Udemy, do what I want. San Francisco Public Library, for whatever reason, I can't get to Coursera, but I can get to it on Contra Costa. I had a library card for that one too. So I just log in there and I do the entire Coursera catalog. I also discovered some of these libraries will let you check out hotspots. What? That's right. You can get a Wi-Fi wireless hotspot, in my case, for 21 days. I can put a hold on the mobile app or I can put a hold on the website. And then when it's available, I go pick it up and I get a 21-day pass to use a mobile hotspot for my phone or my laptop or wherever if I'm going around and I just turn it in. I had no idea that I could get a mobile hotspot for free. That's insane. But hey, you get these little tips, you get these little tricks. Again, people just have short attention spans and they're not going to do this kind of stuff. I'm hoping that because you're listening to a podcast, you'll have you're working out, you're doing something, and you can actually absorb this information. And it will be that kind of a gem where you go, oh man, I did not realize I could do that. Thanks. Because if I can get you access to some type of training that's good for you, that you can get a better job or get a leg up in the industry or whatever you're doing, that's exactly what I want to do because you have access to, potentially have access to, a ton of really valuable, high quality training. So go grab yourself a library card. And once you do, and once you log in, what I really want you to do is look in the show notes of this podcast and some of the other resources you'll have access to when you log in to your public library, depending. New York Times, Wall Street Journal, for free. That's right. NYT and Wall Street Journal for free through the public library. So you have a lot more access than just LinkedIn, Udemy, and Coursera. In addition to all the books, you also have a lot of online newspapers that you can get that you normally wouldn't be able to get to because you have to pay for it. So go check it out. And I want you to send me an email and I want you to tell me if it worked for you or not. Okay? Again, show notes, this podcast, I'll put in my contact information, send me an email, tell me if it worked for you or not. So with that, go get yourself a public library card today. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bite Size Security, the quick-hitting podcast serving bite-sized tips to boost your online safety. We covered a lot of ground today and easy-to-digest nuggets of practical cybersecurity advice. If you want to learn more ways to protect your data and identity online, be sure to subscribe for future episodes. 
We'll continue breaking down complex security topics into straightforward guidance anyone can apply. Visit our website, bitesizesecurity.show, for recaps and show notes from all of our podcasts. We hope these bite-sized cyber lessons have given you new tools in your digital security toolbox. This is your host signing off until next time. Stay safe in the digital world. You've been listening to Bite Size Security.